Good morning, everybody, and welcome to episode one of the Gentleman's Coach Podcast. Nice. I am your co-host, nice. Corey Shaw, and I am here with uh, our beloved host, Mr. Albert Hartley. How are you doing, Albert? Hey, I'm doing well on a dreary Monday morning here yeah, in right? Southern Virginia. So, so, um, so like I said, this is our first episode, and uh, we wanted to get a quick one out. This is something we've had in the books for a few months for a while. We've Recently, cleared that I've ignored plate. multiple times, but now I've decided to sit down and do it because I've. Well, we've cleared our plate recently. Mm. Yes, got some room to uh, to do this, and we wanted to shoot off a a quick episode just to get something on the books to get it out to the people. Yeah. Um, now well, let's talk about what who's this for? Like, what is what brought about this whole thing? Right. So, well, a little backstory. Yeah. I started working as your assistant in October, and uh, from there you've kind of taken me under your wing. And one day something. Because of some felony you com- you had committed that they forced well, you to come well n- never convicted. <laughs> That's right. It was a deferred finding program. <laughs> well, um, uh, you, you have helped me uh, and continue to help me find my potential. Yes. And that's sort of where this idea was birthed from, is that you have a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge in this sort of area, and so we figured we would put this in a podcast form. Yeah. And give it to everybody, and I, I think, I think this podcast is for everybody. Yeah, uh, it's called the Gentleman's Coach Podcast, but I don't think it's just for men. I think women could could gain sure. from this too. And so, basically, the structure that we've talked about now this could change, um, and things are going to change a lot from this first episode. This is very uh, very bare bones, but so basically, we're going to do probably one a week, um, two if we have a chance. And every episode will will alternate. So the first episode will be like this, like a conversation. Yeah. And and the the next episode will be basically you musing about something, whether it be real estate or sure. estate planning, something like that. More of an instructional <clears throat> thing. So I think I think anybody can can benefit from this. I think this is yeah. for everybody. And and I think the other thing is that people need should realize that I I've been. I get paid to give out advice. It's part of my job. I'm an attorney and counselor and all. But more importantly, just from life events that have taken place, you know, I I got divorced after 28 years. I, I told someone the other day, my ex-wife took a trip, lost her GPS, never came back. Um, so And I didn't send out search parties. So I just said, well, there it is. Um, and, and I have two daughters. And so one of the things that is really important to me is what kind of men they should be interested in if they're interested in men or what kind of women it doesn't matter to me the point that i'm making is what that looks like and i'm fascinated because my father always strove to teach me about being a man about right. and what i mean by that is not a macho like my dad is a very sensitive smart individual and he gave me a lot of guidance and with advocacy and and all the stuff I've seen lately it's it's a sad thing to see a lot of guys they have no father figures whatsoever and the ones they have are defective and so we're not talking about perfection here so we just thought a lot of the things I do with some of my um, mentees is to coach them on certain aspects of being a gentleman right how to conduct themselves to be professional so on and so forth so those things I think are things that you have to be taught I, I taught a lot of them myself my father taught me a lot of things about being 
basic. If you've read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, there's a good balance. He talked about the rich dad part. What he doesn't talk about is his poor dad's values, right? right. That's not the focus of that book. But there's the things in that, that, that poor dad, right? Right. About character and development, so on and so forth. And <clears throat> so I want to lay some groundwork. Number one, I am not a perfect person and by any means of stretch and animation. I make mistakes. I do wrong things. The difference is, I think, that we try to strive to a level of achievement. And that's what I really think is important. Right. So today what I want to briefly talk about is something that, that you and I have talked about that I think is an important foundational principle. And I, one of these, these first five podcasts, I want to talk about foundational principles. The first one is intentional consistency. Right. It's what I call intentional consistency. So Corey's within this process of personal appearance, right? And right. I think most men use personal appearance in three different ways. Number one, they use it as an expression of themselves. Right. They can use it as a way to be fake ass. <laughs> and third, they can try to do to be dominant with it. Right. Try to make better than somebody else. The real personal expression is one where you're fully actualizing your own person. You know what you're about. You know who you are. <clears throat> and then you can actually start to express yourself in the way that you dress and so on and so forth. But... A sign of a true gentleman is intentional consistency, shaving correctly, making sure you're fastidious about your clothing, trimming your face. Jesus, guys, give me a freaking break. Grab some razors, get a rake, get a buzz saw, do something, but your nose hairs, your ear hairs, all the basic stuff, right? I mean, we all seen that stuff. Right, right. We have to be, those things um, don't have to be. The, the metrosexual is when I grew up was good. The metrosexual, it, it, that's just a being a man and presenting yourself in a professional manner. The guys that I look up to as a kid, while my father was a contractor and worked very hard, those types of uh, professional uh, context weren't as relevant to him because of his right. profession. Right. But it's an important aspect of starting into intentional consistency. But I'm sure, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure your father, you know, if you guys were going out to dinner, or yes, he wasn't in jeans and a pair of ratty no. tennis shoes. And my father was always very well, uh, well coiffed and well taken care of. Right for somebody like him, being a contractor, it wouldn't make sense for him to you know shine his shoes and you no. know he worked right, he's a working man. But if he went to church, he was dressed appropriately. He went out to dinner, he was dressed appropriately. He taught me to dress appropriately for the occasion, and he would not let me cut corners on that. That was not going to happen. Right. My mother was involved with that, but my father set the standard. Right. And so, so I think one of the first things that in, in this podcast that every guy can take to heart, okay? And I see a lot of guys who, um, young men to older men, they lack an intentional consistency. Right. What that means is they, there should be things they do every day. Right. And they do them every day, 365 days a year. Right. 365 days a year. They don't vary that routine. That's a baseline for being successful. Right. Uh, so what, what do you think are some things that can be intentionally consistent? Well, I think you and I were both big fans of Tim Ferriss. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and if, if you're not familiar with Tim Ferriss, I, I highly suggest you seek him out. Um, he has a lot of, uh, he has a great podcast, great books. Um, mm-hmm. and one thing that he focuses on with the people that he interviews are morning routines. Yes. And... And that's, that plays into what you were talking about, is having this thing that you do consistently every day. And you know I have a morning routine. Absolutely. You, it's very specific. Right. My morning routine's a little different, because I have a three-year-old. 
Right. And we got to get him ready for school and all that other stuff. Um, so you should talk about we should talk about our morning routines, what they are, what they look like. Okay, sure. So my morning routine, I get up, my wife and I get up at six. Um, I get the dog out and fed, feed the animals. She gets ready for work. She works out in the mornings before work, so she doesn't have to get showered or anything like that. So she's there to help. Um, I usually get our son up. I wake him up, feed him breakfast. Um, my wife usually gets him dressed, and then by seven, we're usually out the door. Mm-hmm. So she's off to work. I drop my son off. Now, when I come back, this is where I get a little squirrely, is because I have about an hour before I have to get in the shower, get shaved up, brush my teeth, whatever. Um, that's where I'm, I'm lacking, is using that hour mm. productively. Right. Because instinctively, I want to do nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because hey, you have a free hour before you have to go to work. The house is quiet. You got it to yourself. You know. So then I use that hour to generally not do anything. Fart around. Right. Got exactly. It. Well, that, that, it's interesting you say that because I think that's the one of the misconceptions most people have about what morning routines are supposed to be. Right. So morning. So so I when you you tell me that I don't think that's a routine as much as it is a a requirement. Okay, there's a distinction I'm making, right? Yeah, yeah. You're getting things ready to do, but it's not a morning routine. I think okay? a routine has to have uh, intention, uh, intention behind right. it. I think what you're talking about more is a, is, a, is a habit of living, which is not the same thing as a morning routine, which is one of the reasons I want to talk to you about this intentional consistency. A product of my situation. That's correct. A routine or something that's intentionally consistent is something that you do in, in opposition to your existence that is purposely developed to achieve something. Right. Okay? So my morning routine is always the same. As soon as I open my eyes, I think of, I say two things I'm thankful for. Okay. I always say I'm thankful for my daughters. Okay? Okay. I typically do some meditation first thing in the morning. And that is a list of things. So for me, and this may be over the top, I'm not saying this for everybody, but this is for me. Right. I run through in my mind all of my friends, all of my family. I say prayers for them. Right. I want the best for them. I even include that on my ex-wife. Right. I want the best for her. Um, although we haven't spoken to each other in a long time, I, 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 I have compassion for her. Of course. I have compassion for my in-laws who I haven't seen, right. my daughter that's estranged. These are things, that, so I want to start the day with a positive or what I consider to be a high character aspect. And a high character aspect is compassion for other people. Right. That, most, most men think that masculinity is um, tough and so on. Yeah, there's nobody more tough, right, right? Who can be compassionate for somebody else, right? So that's the first thing. I start with compassion. Same meditation for for staff for my all that. Just going through in my mind and resetting myself. Then, and then what I do is I usually have a reading routine that I have every morning. Right. I get up at five, four thirty-five, sometimes three, but I want. I don't work out in the morning. I can't do it. Right. Okay. Fat and lazy. Don't want to do it. Right. It bothers me. Right? right. And part of that is because of the way I function with sleep. Right. So I want my routine in the morning, and it is sacrosanct, man. It is sacred. You know that about me. Right. I right. do not like to be bothered right. in the morning. So what I do is I, I leave the house as soon as possible for the day. Right. Part of that is because when I'm at home, my mindset's different. Yeah. You, you want to... You want to make use of what you have, which yeah. is your bed or your couch or your TV or whatever it may be. Right, and so 
And that's a place of tranquility. I don't want to fight myself in that day. I don't want to prepare myself in that. I want to get out. So that's right. my routine is to get out of the house, get dressed. Now, one of the things that I think it's important for men to do, especially gentlemen, right, is to have a plan on what they're going to wear the night before. Right. So they should lay that out, be ready to go. You don't need to waste time doing that. They should have their morning routine. And uh, Oh, someone's calling me. Um, so we're going to ignore that. Someone's calling us. That's business. Who cares? So that, that routine, their, their products, their shower, they shouldn't believe, belabor that. Right. Meaning, I think it's important that you have a time schedule to meet. Yeah, and that's like you've said to me before. That's just one less thing that you have to think about or have to decide. Right. It's so you shouldn't, you shouldn't linger and, and be loitering around in the bathroom, getting ready, so on, so on. Handle your business. Right. Get ready to go. Have a time frame that you're... So I have a clock. I have a timer. I have my watch. Everything for me is about time. Right. Redeem the time. Secondly, get out of the house and have a routine. Of, I think everybody should be reading in the morning or have some sort of analysis to challenge them for the day. Right. Now, I read a lot. You know that. Yeah. I typically try to read between an hour and a half to two hours in the morning. Right. That's a really important aspect of my day. And you can get through a sizable amount in that time, you personally. Right, because I've trained myself to do that. Right. And the other thing is I try to have, um, I've done something this year that I think is important about intentional consistency on my calendar. I used to just do it on my phone. I've actually gone to a written calendar and on that calendar put two to three things that I want to accomplish that day. Right. No more than that. Right. So if you look at my calendar out of my bag today, um, I, I took some notes down. I took, wrote a couple of quotes by Nietzsche. Right. And one of the quotes from this book that I'm reading is very interesting. But on my, on my calendar, just to give you an idea today, I put attorney, new agents, insurance, a client name, a real estate profile, and then 750, which is a number that I'm trying to hit on, some, on a particular case. Right. Right. So those are the things that I want to accomplish, and I'll keep this in my forefront. So that's how I finish my morning. Right. I don't want to overwhelm myself, but I want to, throughout the day, maneuver myself intentionally, right, consistently to try to achieve those five goals. Right. Okay. And I think, I, I think a lot of people, and myself included, uh, romanticize this idea about uh, not even just specifically routines, but but just bettering themselves in general. You know, they like to think, well, you know, it would be great if I, I would love to wake up at three and, you know, the air, the air is silent, nobody else is awake, I'm doing my own thing. But I think people, myself included, have trouble executing. Yeah. Because it's a change in your habits, it's a change in your routine. Right. So for me, that hour of time between dropping my son off and having to get in the shower and start getting ready for my day, that hour for me, is, I don't want to say it's sacred because I'm not really doing anything. Like you said, I'm just farting around. But I've grown accustomed to having that You have a habit. Right. Exactly. Right. And it's not necessarily a good habit. Not necessarily a bad habit. I'm not, But you know, it, here's the question. The question with intentional consistency is what is it producing? That's what I'm trying to get. A gentleman looked at what they're intentionally doing. That, what is the intentional consistency purpose for? What is it for? And if you, so for example... When I go home, I want to lock off the rest of the world and be at home. Right. I want to deal with my personal life. I want to deal with my daughter. I want to deal with that's it. I don't. I don't function well with mixing those two things. I think it's important that as a, as a gentleman, you know when to work and when not to work. Right. Right. Okay. So that hour, you may have to change up your routine and your location of that routine 
to make sure you don't fitter away that hour, right? I like what you said. Um, I hung on that. Uh, when you said, I like to get out of the house. I like mm-hmm. to separate that. I think that might be something I need to try. Yeah. Is because, like you said, your home should be your safe haven, your sanctuary, where you come to relax. And Well, let me also say this, Corey. Your home also should be a place where your wife or your kids know that you prefer them over your work. The true yeah, gentleman, yeah. like, for example, my, my dad, I learned this from him. When he was home, now he, he worked until he got home. Right. Now, he may not get home until 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night. Right. When he got home, it was about what has been going on with you. Talk to me about your day. Right. I think that we've had the social media now converge our lives to the point where it's really unhealthy. Right. So I think one of the next, the next podcast that I'm going to talk about is how to balance work and home. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm a I'm a workaholic and I I love to work I love to work all the time, and if someone asks me how many hours a week do I work I don't count that I don't think you have to count that I think yeah. that's a that's a finite ridiculous distinction to make okay? right, but I think if you're being intentionally consistent you have to make sure you change your habit to match the purpose of what the habit's supposed to achieve right for me I come out of the house because I don't I don't want to work in the home. I want to prepare my day and get trained in the morning, right. new ideas, new thoughts, new, right, out of the house. Right. Okay? That's intentionally consistent. So before I leave the house, I want to be intentionally consistent about the way I look. I want to be fastidious. I want to make sure I'm groomed properly. I, I mean, look, I'm, I'm a furry dude. I need a full-time <laughs> landscaping crew on this bear-like body. On a, I mean, I've gotten old, and I, I, I literally need to hire a landscaping crew just to maintain it. It's <laughs> ridiculous. I hate it so much. But it, but I ha- it's, it, I mean, this beautiful face you see, buddy, right, right. it requires a lot of work. Absolutely. But, you know, that also means you're taking the important idea of who you are as a person. Right. So I get my hair cut consistently. I groom my nose hairs consistently. My ear hair. I mean, this is for guys. You have to do that stuff. Right. And if you see something that needs to be corrected, be intentional about it and correct it. Well, let me let me tell you something. Yeah. Uh, well, not you because you know, but I think anybody who's struggling in this area, treat yourself to what I did. Parks and Rec. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, treat yourself to like. Me, for instance, I went to the lovely Jake's place yeah, in, uh, in, in downtown Norfolk. Again. Um, one of those places, like a, a salon for men, uh, I went and I got my hair cut. I went and got a full shave and, you know, the A full towel. grooming, like you went to the groomer. Right, and it's funny because you, you asked me to do this, and I went and did it, and I was excited about it, and I didn't realize the, the contrast until after I was done. Oh. It was and Chewbacca had, versus a human being. Right. We had them take uh, we had them take before and pictures, after. before and after pictures. And I left there feeling better. Right. I left there my head was held high, mm-hmm. had my chest puffed out a little bit, I was standing up straight because I felt good about myself. Mm-hmm. But then it comes back into consistency. Intentional consistency, right? Exactly. And so so that's definitely something that I need to work on, but as a Kickstarter, go and do that for yourself. Yeah. Go get that done because it makes you feel so much better. It really gives you an idea of if I am intentionally consistent, if I continue to do this, if I make this a habit, if I make it a habit of shaving every day, trimming my nose hairs every day, my yeah. ear hair, all of that stuff, 
not only do you look better to other people, but you feel better about yourself. Yeah. Because if you... if well, you, you treat start, people better, too. You treat people better because you're treating yourself better. Right. right. Everything is better overall. When Absolutely. you're happier with yourself, everything else is better. Absolutely. So now, if you took off, you know, a week from your, your routine, I mean, wow. you would be in shambles. Oh, yeah. You are very much a creature of habit. Like, yes, but I mean, I think I'm also one of these people that when tragedies come my way, for example, my divorce, when my wife left, I don't, I don't think I was able to survive that except for my consistencies. Right. Because that was such a traumatic thing and such a significant heartbreak for me that in order to get through it, I think you rely on the things that are predictable and knowable. Right. And so, for example, you know, um, I actually started doubling down on those things. I lost more weight. I tried to get consistent. In my now, now, listen. I want to be honest with you. Every guy's got an escape plan. Now listen, my fat tail will eat it up. I mean, I'll eat. Because that's my escape plan, right? Right. I have to be very vigilant about my weight, my working out, and my exercise. Because I'd rather work than exercise. But I also know it's important to do those things. Right. Now, let's, let's, let's kind of wind this down with a couple different things. I want to talk about the fact that the first thing you should do is do an assessment of what you're not intentionally consistent about. Right. This is my challenge to you, Corey, this Okay. Week. I want you to think about what you have not been intentionally consistent about and pick the top three things and try to put that in, into place for at least 66 days. A good friend of mine says it takes 66 days to create a habit. I think Tim Ferriss talked about that. 66 days. Can you sis- consistently do something for 66 days? Now, just to be clear, now we've, we've really focused on morning routines and grooming. Yes. And stuff like that. This is not just applied to morning routines nope. and grooming. This is anything in your life. Right. Because inevitably we're all lacking somewhere. There's sure. something that we're not being consistent sure. with. Yeah, sure. You know, so, so yeah, so like a lot well, of You got to identify it first. Right. You got to, you, because sometimes we create our own situation. We think, oh, we're good. Which uh, is arguably the hardest part. Absolutely. It, it's very hard to, to drop a bad habit or, or gain a, a healthy habit, but it's even harder to look at yourself and have the self-awareness to say, this is an issue. And this is something that I've been working on that you've been working on, with me on is being honest with yourself. Oh, yeah. And saying, here's where I'm lacking. Here's where I'm not, you know, putting my best effort in. So then how do I fix it? Well, that leads into the, the next series of podcasts we're going to talk about, which is if you have intentional consistency, then you can actually be focused on your transparency, authenticity, and genuineness. Those three things right. become a very powerful, basically, tripod of confidence. Right. See, a lot of I, what I experience, a lot of guys are not confident they're just buttholes, right? I mean, they, 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 they think bravado and machoism is the substitute for confidence. Confidence is not arrogance. Confidence no. is, I don't need to be like you because I'm me. Right. And so these, these same things we're talking about, when you're transparent, vulnerable, genuine, so on and so forth, I mean, look, everybody struggles with stuff. Right, yeah, of course. I mean, um, but I think the first step is to identify those things that you should be more intentionally consistent about and do them. Then you've got those down. They become muscle memory, habit, then you can take on something else. Right. And without getting the easy stuff done, you can't go to the hard stuff. You've got to walk after you learn how to crawl, and nobody wants to crawl anymore. They all want to run. Right. It doesn't work that way. you got to crawl, then you got to walk, then you got to run. Well, really, people just want robotic legs to work, yeah. run for no, them. Don't work that these way. These days, yeah. yeah. And I think to know that you've got, as, as guys, we have a unique function. Right. And I know in our culture, there's all these these... Horrible human beings, like they treat women horribly. This, and this. I, I, look, that that's a problem that men should be correcting. 
that should not be a problem that women have to deal with. No, we no, should no, be no. correcting that. Those are not gentlemen. They're not. They're not um, masculine. They're horrible predators, and they need to be corrected. Right. And frankly, if other men were correcting them and getting on their t- case about it, it probably would be better. We shouldn't be having women have to worry about right. that. It's, 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 crazy. Our, it's our responsibility to maintain our own Abs- reputation. Absolutely, and, and I think it's horrible. So, right. Anyway, so let's let's so today, what I want to leave everybody with is this idea of what am I not being intentionally consistent about? Right. And what is the purpose of that? And um, hopefully, next time we can get into more of the idea of. Uh, what our morning routine's purpose is yeah. to develop what we're trying to accomplish for the day. Right. And again, this is our first episode. You know, we, uh, we had a little bit of a limited time to, to do this today. Uh, so uh, I think generally our, our conversational podcast like this will, will be about an hour or so if yeah. we can make, if we can manage it. So, um, so that's it for, for episode one. Episode one is in nice. the bag. Um, Get so, it done. Uh, so if you like, go ahead and um, wherever wherever we, we're going to post this everywhere. So go ahead and uh, and give us a like, uh, subscribe. And, I love some uh, feedback. Yeah, yeah. Please, please give us a comment. How do we do that? Uh, well, first is going to go up on uh, on Apple Podcasts. That's the easiest place to put it. Do you put it on Facebook too? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to link it to Facebook. Are, so my Facebook can, page? Absolutely. Nice. Um, so I don't leave, look at Facebook because I don't want to have my heart. Well, that's what out. that's what my job is for. I, <laughs> okay, I look good. at it for you. Um, I give you the good stuff and I keep the bad stuff for myself. All right, nice. Um, so go ahead and and like and subscribe and comment. Let us know what you think. Uh, suggestions. Yeah. Uh, send in your Any questions. Any ideas for shows? Yeah. Yeah, anything. Um, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Um, see you guys. Have a great week. Yep. See you guys.